Shawnee's and friends, I have my friend Savin with us, representing Commanders, and Brian is with us in this week, representing his yes, yes, and, and American team, like the like the rest of the team. <laughs> in okay, we have an American team, uh, and we may we should have and, and, Ameri and American team, gotcha. and American team. But yeah, look, I'm excited. We got week two in the books. We had some good games, some not so great games. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to talk our NFC East teams. This is the standings as of today. We got Dallas in the number one spot in NFC East. Baby Cup. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> we got Philly in the number two spot. Oh, uh, really? That's Three. Cute. And we got New York with the win. Woo! We're going to jump right in. Go ahead. Uh, you know, Brian, talk your talk. Your boys won. Let's listen. Their score. They were. Listen. They beat the Jets 30 to 10. Once, once again, I think the, um, the way the defense was relentless, once again, led by Michael Parsons and the crew. Um, had a few slip-ups by, uh, uh, by Gary Wilson. He caught that slant. He just hit on the goalpost for 72 yards. But all in all, great moments. I absolutely loved it. And it was a great day. Great day for Dallas. We got Arizona next. Of course, people say, oh, it's the Jets. But guess what? If Aaron Rodgers was playing and we still had that, it wouldn't, it would, it wouldn't even be a thing. You know, I was I watched some of the game. I didn't watch all of it. My thing is, this was a winnable game. I don't think anyone expected Dallas to do anything but win. Um, but you know, it was still. I felt like it started off a little more competitive, and I think it just fell off. I just think Zach Wilson, and honestly, I I, I think that uh, the coaching staff from New York they just haven't made the pivot. Like they just have not figured it out. They haven't made the pivot when it comes to what they're going to do with Zach Wilson in the Jets. And wait, did we lose one? Oh, no, yeah, with, with Zach Wilson in the Jets, I don't think they've quite figured out what they are going to do. Um, but your boy Dak Prescott didn't turn it over. Hey, listen, I've been trying to tell people, like, I, lo I love when the media try to switch up the narrative and try to make it seem that Dak is – a two dollar bag, a two dollar bag of chips, or something like that. Like I, I love, I, I like, bro, like, like, come on, like, put some respect. I, honestly, this is what I want that to do, and this is like, this is like, I, I would love him to if we keep this up. I want him to go to speak for yourself. I want him to go to undisputed. I want him. Matter of fact, first place I want him to go is ESPN First Take with the Lombardi in his hand. And place it oh. right in front of Stephen A. I want him yeah. to do that. You, you want Dak to pull a Dion? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I want him. I want him. I want him to put the Lombardi Trophy and his MVP Trophy right in front of Stephen A's face and tell him say something else now. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, that's what I want. Yeah, that's I got what an MVP. I want. Here, here. I mean, when when that MVP? I, hold on, so hold on, let's back up. So you don't think the boys the boys go to the bowl? He not getting Super Bowl MVP. No, Michael Parsons is gonna Michael Parsons. You know what? Honestly, it, it, <laughs> I think it'll be honestly, you know what? It'll be poli- no politics. No, no, hold on. Drake. No, I think politics. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Dakota I think, I think is not getting one just because of the simple fact that he got a tattoo and had to go into anesthesia. We won't forget that. That is that is weird. Hey, listen. But, the, when I saw the whole when I saw the hell when I saw the whole tattoo, I was like, damn, that's kind of dope. Crazy, yeah. but dope. But I digress. I mean, I, I will say this, right? Before you get too excited, I digress. It is <laughs> September. And Dallas is always a Super Bowl team in September. Historically, always a Super Bowl team in September. True. You know, so like I, so, you know, as an objective viewer of football, right, I have to, I have to give respect to what I've done so far, right, from a defensive perspective. We know that your offense, even though you guys have all the weapons, huge offensive line, all the money I spent, for some reason, that offense isn't clicking like it's supposed to. I don't know. That's what I was curious. If I was going to ask you that. Uh, what did you think about the offense? Because one thing I, I will agree with Savin, and I was going to mention that. I'm glad he segued into it. Dallas, mm-hmm. as far as defense, is playing lights out. Nobody can deny that. I mean, as far as the top defense, you guys are, are not far from where you, you know, there's improvement from it's- last year. You guys are still on par. But the offense, I will be honest, I haven't seen anything impressive. What are you? What yeah, are your thoughts about it, the offense? It's um, it's peanut butter and jelly, and you know, you can't. Nobody cannot. Nobody's not going to deny a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's simple: play action yeah. pass, run, run, run. Eleven personnel, twelve personnel. Um, I think that once, I think honestly, our toughest challenge, of course, is going to be the Niners. Once we yeah. once we play the Niners. And we're really going to see when, where our um, our playbook is going to be. Like I offer the Forty Niners. That's why I just believe. I, I think, I like with Brandon Cooks kind of limping a little bit. It's gonna it's gonna hurt us, but because I need Brandon. Well, I need Brandon Cooks to be. Healthy, healthy. By the time we played the 49ers, because he could take the top off. He he can he could run seams all day, and he just go he can just go get it, period. And you got CD coming underneath. You got Gallup doing his thing on the fade, shallow crosses, whatever case may be. And then you got you you got a four headed monster in a, in the backfield as far as running backs is concerned. So I, I I absolutely love that. So I think once by the time we hit like um. 49ers, New England, which is like week five, week six, I think would be I, I think would be just fine. 
Okay. I wouldn't mind having. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind trading for uh for Michael Evans for Mike Evans though. But that's that's wishful thinking. Y'all just want everything. Well, look, we don't have. Hey, we don't exactly. have our, and look, and everything we, we deserve everything. it. Y'all, y'all want everything, and y'all want the number one receiver coming out the draft next year because he needs because because it'll always be if if it if y'all don't make it through he the playoffs, it's the always gonna be Dak he needs doesn't have the weapons. It's a, it, that's now, always that's always the narrative. We know that's what it's gonna be. And, but you, know, this, I would say this. I would say this. I'm gonna say what's gonna happen. I'm gonna say what's gonna happen. I'm gonna say what's gonna happen. Right? God forbid. Knock on wood. I don't want to wish this on nobody, but Dak gonna get hurt. Right, and then, and then when when she gets hurt, they're gonna give Cooper Rush a chance. If he don't work out, they'll be like, "All right, well, Trey, go ahead, and get up in there, and see what you do. <laughs> go ahead, and run around a little bit, see what happens." Okay. Right? What else we got to lose? The defense gonna carry him. Listen, you know I, mean, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. If Trey Lance pull a Willie Beeman <laughs> and go all the way to the bowl, yeah, man, look, Peace. also again. If 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 anyone's hurt y'all down in Trey Lance, I would just say we're gonna chuck it up to next year. If we go, <laughs> if, if we go down to Trey Lance, we go to the bowl. Hey, Dad, we got to trade you, bro. I mean, hey, anything is possible in the words of Kevin. <laughs> anything Durant. is possible, indeed. Anything uh, is possible. Anything. Is possible. Oh, so, yeah, we're gonna skip over Philly. We don't have any Philly folks here. So what was it? Philly played Minnesota. Um. He knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> was gonna win. Yeah. Kirk Cousins was gonna Cousins, yeah. so yeah, it, it, was, it, was it was what it was. It was we yeah, expected yeah. the dub. Yeah. Uh, all right, Washington, that was a game. Whew. Woo! I know, I know, your butthole was clenched during that game because <laughs> man, right. that, yeah, was, I gotta, that was I gotta crazy. be, I gotta be real objective about this thing, man. So I was sitting down watching the game, and I was still. I still had on my uh, my central paraphernalia from Saturday, right? And uh, you know, we got once they got up twenty one. I said, "Man, something got to change." I got upstairs. I went and changed. I put on my commander's gear, and guess what? We started coming back. You know, for all my anime lovers, it was like the spirit bomb. They was like, "Send me your energy." I was like, "Look, <laughs> we need the points. We need the points." <laughs> Uh, I would say, you know, it was definitely a rough game to watch. One of the one of the main things that, you know, in watching the game that I appreciate coming from Arizona to this game was that we were playing very, very good textbook football. Yeah. Right. There are little mistakes that we're ha- that we have here and there. Right. Um, the uh, the on the offensive side, obviously, we're still gelling, trying to get everything together there. The defense is doing what they do on the front end. Our secondary is maturing. Um, if you watch, there are a lot of drop picks, a lot of drop picks, which I love to see because once they get comfortable, those are going to start turning into turnovers, which is what we want, right? Yeah. Uh, Manuel Forbes had his first turnover, uh, his first, uh, his first pick, which was amazing. Um, Chase Young was back in the game. Um, you know, you can see in the first half he only played on third downs. In the second half, he started playing a whole lot more snaps, and they stopped scoring <laughs> a lot, right, uh, for the majority of that game. So that was good. Um, from for back to the offensive side of the ball, though, one of the things that I've noticed regularly throughout this season through preseason is the discipline of the commanders, right? We, uh, you know, not a lot of penalties, not a lot of stupid penalties, right? And if we're getting penalties, it's not, it's not a lot of yardage, right? Um, So that's another thing that I'm loving to see, right? So 
I think just based off of that and us moving the football, because the first half, of the first half of the game, if you watch the game, right, the score didn't say it, but we were just not converting, right? Mm-hmm. We were moving the football very well. Couldn't get the field goal in the, um, in the in the first half. That first one, I was like, "Oh, are we still are we still dealing with this?" I was frustrated by that. Um, but you know, we kept on going, kept on kept on kept on doing it. Like right, uh, Sam Howell passed what had like thirty, was it about 30, 30 pass attempts? I want to say in the in the first half, something like that, right? And you know, all of our receivers, like at least nine 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 receivers with plus twenty yards receiving. Think about that. Think about that, right? So. That's all I would say, right? I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm not that ambitious yet, right? <laughs> um, but I will say we're playing very good football right now. The Commanders are a sleeper team, right? So we're in the spoiler position. No one's expecting us to do anything. The only person, like I'm, look the same way y'all watching these these analysts. I'm watching them too. The only person that's saying anything positive about the Commanders is Stephen A. Smith. Only one. Okay. Only yeah, one. when it, yeah, yeah. I think when it, I think when it comes outside, and when it comes to the division, outside of the Eagles, yeah, I, I you know, um, I would say the Commanders and whole. Um, Stephen A is talking about. I think Stephen A is talking about more about um, our defense versus our offense. But you know, mm-hmm. but I, listen, I I know we you know we're rivals, and but I think as I got older, I hate the Eagles more than I hate Washington. Honestly, I mean, it's, it's but um, I, hate, I hate all of y'all. So here's the yeah. thing, right? So, like today, you want to know my my daughter? Yeah, we hate. Oh, we everybody hate each other, right? You want to know what my daughter told me today? What did you say? I was What's like, up? she's like, Daddy. I was singing the Commander song at lunch, and this kid, and this kid, this kid told me that the Commanders were trash, right? And I said, mm, Really, trash? Who's 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 um? Who's their team? And she's like, oh, she's a Philly fan. I said, oh, did you ask her what her team's record was? You better teach her, right? I was like, no, nah. I was like, we, we don't we don't do that. We're not bullies, man. Like we're we're good. So like I said, we're flying under the radar. We we are, and I'm talking about look, you you should I should have had it down here to sing the song. She know the whole song. But <laughs> but what I will say is, man, like honestly, this year, last year was a good last year was a good year for the NFC East. This year's gonna be an even better year for the NFC East because everyone's up in the competition because we all know that everyone is good. I want to yeah. say everybody, you know, everybody's defense is is pretty good, right? Especially on the defensive front, right? And I think it's, it's really going to be a matter of the defense. Who has the offense that's going to be the most productive? And it's going to be hard with, with a lot of these fronts that we have in this division. You know, it, we were so close last year, right? Like, it really could have been a historic moment mm-hmm. where all four NFC teams were in the playoffs. Like, it was very much so attainable, you know, given a few wins and losses down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, a few years ago, we was all out here just under 500 just like look we're just here to get this we're just here so we don't get fine right and like you said you you see philly and dallas who have a very very strong defense again i think even with philly you know Jalen, i haven't seen that impressive Jalen play yet like it's he's still good but it's like where's mvp Jalen from last year like when he was just doing just just out of this world playing, but it is also only week two, right? And yeah, every y'all, still team, new, 
They also have yeah. a new, uh, new offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, teams got different, you know, mm-hmm. almost everybody except us have diff- new offensive coordinators, have new coaching staff, have new schemes. You know, even with Dallas, I'm like, yeah, Dak is doing good, but his game has been significantly simplified. I'm seeing him play a very, like you said, a very simple game he's protecting the ball which he needed to do right we we know what this ass were last year but I also think one thing I it was very interesting I was listening to was talking about you know these defenses right like everybody's got these amazing defenses Dallas can go all the way they have the they have the defense and I'm like I think Dallas could but Dallas hasn't gone up with an equal competitor on the defensive side and that to me is what's going to tell who's who's going to come out stronger in the NFC as a whole, right? Like once we get further down the season, we'll, you know, we start talking playoffs, we start ta- talking um, stats and where folks are standing. But um, I, I agree with you, Savin. I think this season could be a toss up. Um, and so look, I'll get in and talk my talk mine because my Giants finally got a win, another ugly win, a comeback win, but a win nonetheless. Um, the Giants that I saw in the second half is the Giants I expected to start the season. Um, Daniel Jones has been under the same. This is the first time he's actually had consistency in coaching. This is the first time he's had a little more consistency, a little bit more consistency on the offense and getting more weapons. Seeing him actually throw the ball I'll be honest, I was like, I was kind of watching some of the highlights. So just in full disclosure, I didn't actually get to physically watch the game. Um, I was in L.A. and um, literally asked the bar, I was like, "Um, could y'all put on the Giants-Cardinals game? And they looked at me because the Rams and San Francisco are playing at the the 4 o'clock hour. They was looking at me like, you must be joking. Um, If you don't get YouTube TV on your phone. Right. I didn't again I didn't plan it out well. Again, that's on me. Um I was like, yeah, they should have like multiple screens. They was like, we do. We just watching the Rams game, like on all the TVs. Um, so I didn't get to actually physically watch the game. I was able to watch some of the highlights, of course, watching the box score, listening to the play by play while it was going on, and just the way we were able to move the ball, receivers catching, getting Jalen Hyatt active. You know, he's our rookie wide receiver. A lot of expectations out of him. So seeing him get a lot, like really seeing him get some space and, and doing what, you know, he should do as a first-round draft pick, it was really, really nice to see. Looking at Daniel Jones' stats, my man had 321 passing yards. That was the biggest. Uh, that was the biggest thing that most commentators were talking about when it came to Daniel Jones. Oh, he doesn't pass the ball. He does this rush the ball. He only had fifteen. You know, it don't matter. My man put up great numbers: three hundred and twenty-one passing yards, fifty-nine rushing yards. So he's still able to use his body. Three to uh, three total touchdowns, a one hundred three point five passer rating. Like Daniel Jones got in his bag. Like I was so happy to see because. At the end of the day, it's about how your quarterback can be, you know, can come back from those um, deficits. We didn't do it in on on that Monday night game and sorry, no Sunday night game against Dallas. We we weren't able to do anything, and everybody, like I said last week, everybody from the equipment managers, the people who put the cups out there, 
um, you know, stadium and ticketing folks, like everybody needed to do better. And that message was clear. I just don't like the going into halftime at Owen, you know, Owen, whatever, because we can't play. We can't, we can't even make it to the playoffs playing like that. We still got to, and again, we have a short week. We're playing San Francisco. So we're going back up against just as much of a challenging defense and San Francisco is hot right now. So, you know, this was definitely a win we absolutely needed. It was a comeback, a historic comeback um, that as far as deficits that the Giants even came back from. So it was really nice. Like I said, I wish I could watch it. I'm hoping NFL Network does a replay of it because I definitely want to actually see it and get all excited again. Um, but this was the Giants team in the second half that we expected. I'm just hoping we are not that second half team this season that we can't do. Um, Saquon is out for Thursday um, and week to week. I think that's I definitely thought he, not something. I thought he was game time decision. No, he's out Thursday. He's, yeah. he's not playing yeah, Thursday. Um, yeah, I, the most recent report was that he's out Thursday. He'll be week to week. Um, you know why? You know, you know why he wants to come back on Thursday, right? You know, you know what I'm gonna say. Why? You know what I'm gonna say because he's trying to get paid, man. Like that's the that's the thing, right? We like, I don't think we can have really have the discussion without even talking about these running backs and them not getting paid, right? Like yeah. it's, that's the that's the big thing. He's the he's been the work the workhorse for y'all, right? He wasn't able to get his money. Daniel Jones got his money, so I'm glad that Daniel Jones put on to like actually work for the money he got paid, right? Which is cool, but. You know, I don't like. Do you, is that sustainable? It's the, after all, it's the Cardinals, right? And I'm saying this after we beat the Cardinals, right? But it's the Cardinals, right? Yeah. We we're not expecting them to do much, right? So it's just, how do you carry that forward, right? Um, you know, obviously you guys have that rookie. I, I didn't I didn't watch much of that game either. I saw like a little bit a little bit here, little bits here and there because I was in mine. But yeah, I think that's the that's the that's the big thing. And I think when we look across tables, even with um, what's it was uh, Brian? What's your guy's name? Deuce Vaughn. But Deuce Vaughn, right? I know he's not like. Great, but he's on the come up. I saw. I was watching. I was watching. I was watching, I was watching him in training camp. Like he's nice, right? There's a lot of these young guys that are getting ready to come yeah. up, right? So I think um, that's going to open up a lot for the division as well. Um, but anyway, yeah. get your Giants though. I'm I'm praying for y'all. You know, we. I, my thing is, I want us to be Same that here. team that has the all weapons ready and available when it comes to the offense, right? Like this is a totally different NFL, right? You can't just be a run only team. Um, You have to be able to have weapons. You have to have a very versatile tight end. Like we're seeing tight ends now coming out where it's like, you can't just be, you know, a a stiff blocking tight end anymore. You got to be able to move. I mean, hell, even running backs. We're about to see a running back in Christian McCaffrey. He's he's pretty much their wide receiver, right? And and same thing even when you look at Kansas City, like Travis Kelsey's their tight end, but him and Kittle can move. They got hands like they. So a lot of these players are having to be a little more versatile, and I I do think the Giants are trying to get to keep some of those those major hits and that kind of, uh, you know digging in you know the middle of the line kind of running backs um because you see they don't have that life expectancy right like you see zeke you know he i i honestly think zeke might be the last time we see a, a really crazy monster contract for a running back um but that is that like just like travis kelsey is is patrick mahomes blanket saquon is daniels you know say 
it just is what it is. And so um, even though we do have some some nice young running backs under him, we have a, a rookie running back. I'm hoping, you know, obviously with San Francisco, he'll probably get some more reps. Um, but yeah, it's you never want to see your guy get hurt, right? Like you wouldn't want to see CeeDee Lamb limping. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't want to see that guy. Um, so yeah, right. It, it doesn't seem it's not, you know, end of season, which is good, right? Those are the that's what you never want to hear. Um, when they're walking off or limping off the field. Um, because I mean, like most of us didn't think Aaron Rodgers was gonna be out for the season, like out, out. But um wow. that was wild. Yeah, wild. yeah. But that the good thing is, yeah, the good thing is it's, it's nothing, it's nothing major, it's nothing crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I think four games, four plays into the season, you out for the you out for the whole season. It's insane. But um this the Giants, the Giants. I think, yes, the second half, you guys drunk the Space Jam juice, and <laughs> you got your, and you, and you, and you got your, you got your, you got your, get red. You got this. Uh, you got your stuff. You got, you got. Your, we were all in the stadium like I'm this. Not, Yes, correct. You, correct. Send me and, your energy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> correct, correct. And um, I think Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones showed why he got paid. He showed yeah. you why he got paid in the second half. Going into this season, you know, like you said, uh, um, Sanquan, um, out for Thursday, uh, week, week to week now. I mean – you can't rely so much on the run, but when your best player is a running back, it's like you you I think I think with New York's identity, and this is where you guys was hitting on all cylinders, is when you guys had um when you guys had Brandon Jacobs and Amount and yep. Amon Bradshaw. You had yep. your thunder, you had your lightning, you had your you had your thumper, your third and two, third and three, and then you had your your uh, your all purpose back. Yep. No no fret. Yep. I I think honestly, I think I will call I will call a veteran back to kind of get, you know, take the take the weight off of San Juan. Make more so a power back. And yeah. I will ride the season, you know, the rest of the season. So if that means like a, a Leonard Fournette, I will call him. Hey, listen, I just need you for maybe second, third down, maybe, or third down, yeah. if, if, or maybe even fourth down. Yeah, better try to get Kareem Hunt before you go back to the Browns. <laughs> that too, him too. Well, I think Yo, – I, I think wait, being that, what, injured. Injured. I heard that today. Someone – um, was it Chubb, Chubb got Brown. injured? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he's he out, right? Re-injured, oh, he, yeah, he re-injured the same knee back in 2015 when he was at uh, Georgia. The same yeah. knee. That was sad. so. MCL, I, I think MCL, MCL, LCL, and PCL. Ooh. He re-injured the whole. Jesus. The whole Money. thing. Money and it's sad, I know, right? man. I was like, man, I love. Yeah, because man. I, I real, love, look, I the love Browns Chubb, have a bro. team. I love Nick Chubb. Yeah, and the Browns have a team. Browns have a like, squad. I think. They really I think do. they got a jail too. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. I, was, I think I with. Uh, I think with the, there are some pieces, and I was well, actually, you know, obviously we played them in preseason, so I had a chance to take a look at them and what they had going on too. But like, they just have is like a lot of these teams were like they're good, they're almost there. It's coaching, man. Like it's really it really ends up being coaching because mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. You know, I was watching a the segment. They were just trashing Deshaun Watson. I'm like, 
well, you know, there are certain things he's doing, but he has been out for a couple of years. He can move. He can still years. Throw, yeah, a couple of years. He can move. He can still throw the ball. Been out for two years, fighting the allegation that yeah, that, yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's look, I mean, I mean, you know, it. He's back now. He's I guess he's paid his penance. He got paid also for it. So whatever, right? But you got to show Shoot, up. And they gave look, and the Browns gave him guaranteed money. So they in bed with a period. Guaranteed money. So like, he he yeah. could easily be like, man, I'm so just I here mean, to collect. <laughs> he literally is there, so he don't care. Correct. Yeah, I ain't getting none of his money Red. back. I th- <laughs> yeah, with the Browns one and yeah, yeah, with the Browns one and one going into the week three, probably calling Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that'd be fine. But I think for, for the Giants, you know, wrapping up, I know going to the next segment, segment uh, I think for the Giants, just like the Cowboys, just like Washington, and honestly, just like Philly, one game at a time. Yeah. One game at a time, especially for you guys. Because now you guys, he's like, dang, our best player is is chilling right now. He's hurt. So Daniel Jones, you got to put this weight on you now. You got to put the team on your back, and you got you to gotta get your work. I need my investment. I need my investment back. Oh, absolutely. Correct. Let's keep it a buck. Look, my Giants have a lot of receivers that aren't consistent, and that's something when it comes to Giants organization for over a decade, we've had those those money receivers, right? Like, you know you're going to – Eli's is going to chuck it up there, and they're going to come down with the ball. Like, you know, like a Victor Cruz, like a Mario Manningham, like a Plaxico, like, like a Odell. Sterling you know what I'm Shepherd. saying? Shepard. Yeah, Sterling like, Shepard. but even Sterling. I was shocked when I saw that. I said, he's still there. Don't even. Don't even <laughs> this, and that's how we're going to segue into the next half. Because I'm not, you're not even going to get me on that. on Because we'll be talking about that all night. But, yeah, look, we're going to talk a little games of the week. Hey, Sterling Shepard. Or Sterling Shepard at this point, he's the Udonis Haslam of my the man right now. For real, I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, Brian, what say it again, Brian? He's pulling away. <laughs> uh oh, Brian, can you hear? <laughs> oh, that was oh. a fake. <laughs> I was say, Brian, we missed that last part. No, no, I said at this point, Sterling Shepard is pulling a bruh man. He's literally <laughs> pulling <laughs> a bruh man right now. That's insane. Yo, he chilling. It, you see, so look, we both <laughs> because like I said, I don't even give me. I literally be having debates with my mom and my sister about Sterling, but we. We're going to look, we're going to talk about who are some of the best undefeated and winless teams. We're talking games of the week. And so just so we we talk about some of our undefeated teams and our winless teams. So our undefeated teams thus far, we're going to go a little AFC. We got Miami, Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens are high. And that's it in the AFC. Those are the only two undefeated teams. And in the NFC, we got Dallas. We got Philly. We got Washington. So most of the NFC East. We got the Falcons undefeated. They they riding real high. Uh, the yeah. New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, Amen. With, ba- with Baker Mayfield. They are Amen. undefeated. I mean, that's the thing. Baker, like. And San Francisco. We, we forget that Baker, like, 
Baker isn't bad. He just had a bad beat. Correct. I, I feel okay. like he, I, I feel like he had a bad beat, right? He just okay. got in a situation where he lost he lost the locker room, right? And it was that season, if I'm not mistaken, it was that season in Cleveland where he hurt his shoulder. So he's trying to overdo it while he had like a little chain on his arm, so he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do everything. And I think that's kind of where the slope happened, right? Uh, but Baker, I mean, like Baker's Baker. Baker's a he's a gamer. He's a baller. He's gonna get out there. He's gonna play. He yeah. had a whole off season in the system, right? Rather than jumping from team to team, so he had You're that right. for him. So I I would say the and um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Byron Leftwich is still there, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't think they've got. I don't Correct. think they've made yes. a lot of coaching. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, I think on that side, you know, they still have they still have some weapons there. I mean, I, I I'm not going to say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but I will say they definitely are going to be um, competitive, right? And I actually like the Saints too. I'm not going to hold you. I really? Like I do like the Saints. Um, Derek Carr in a new situation. Um, you know, he's a smarter he's a smarter quarterback. He can you know he can help coach the other guys on the on the team as well. Um, just seeing some of the things I'm seeing and how he's like really interacting. Um, Derek, like Derek Carr, I'm rooting for Derek Carr. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm rooting for Derek Carr. You better. I've, root I've, 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 I've rooted for Derek Carr since he got in the league because I remember when his brother got drafted to Houston and like they when they were like when they just started and he got a bad beat and he was great in college, right? Um, so I'm rooting for Derek Carr to bring to to bring honor to the Carr family. Like I'm rooting for Derek Carr. <laughs> bring honor to us all. <laughs> right. So I, yes. I'm definitely. Yeah, so I'm definitely I'm definitely rooting uh rooting for uh rooting for the Saints um in that in that regard, right? And then you know, Atlanta is Atlanta, like they're right now, you know, an example of how you run the ball, right? Right. Yo, like, that rookie, um, <laughs> that rookie running back, oh, was it yeah. Bijan yeah, Robinson? Bijan Robinson. Robinson Bijan Robinson is gonna Bijan Robinson is gonna be like a Christian McCaffrey 2.0. Yeah. I think he he he's an all-purpose back. Yeah. I think Atlanta need that all-purpose back, like that, um, like a Ward Dunn, you yeah. know, back in the day. Yeah. Um, I I think that's what Atlanta need now. If Atlanta, if Atlanta can just get, if he can get, if he they can get Kyle Pitts right, I'm talking about put him some put him in some good one-on-one situations. I think Atlanta be just fine. Um. Mm-hmm. Baker, hey man, listen. Baker Mayfield, I think it's it's almost like you like you said. Like he got drafted to to Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, number one pick and Heisman, and you know he got the big head and uh, progressive commercials, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Stay I think home. he needed stay farm, yeah, correct. <laughs> I think he needed a new scenery. I think he knew. I think he needed um, a new a coaching staff that can that can that can love on him. They can put his arm around him. And I think, yeah, I mean, he, although it was for two years, you're paying you're you're playing uh, quarterback, and twelve was there two years ago. Yeah, you get what I mean for the past two years. So I think the the fill those shoes, but the bars. So far, low. I feel like the bars low for him though, because it's like, all right, we just need to because you know if I'm the Bucks, I'm like, hey, we're just looking for a stopgap here, right? And Baker did a really good job in um in L.A. when Matt Stafford was out. Cool, perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he can do. And like you know, on the ups, he has a lot of upside. There's still some smoke on the cigar. Let's see what he can do, right? We have the receivers. Correct. All he has to do, all he has to do is do not turn over the ball. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, when you have pieces like your Chris Godwins, your Mike Evans, and, and you have a, a – you still have your 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 defense, your Super Bowl winning, your Super Bowl champion defense still intact somewhat. Mm-hmm. I, it's kind of like Dak in a way. Like, yo, like, don't turn the ball over. Just, yeah, you like, don't lose yeah. it for us. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, correct. Like, like, listen, and like, and like you said, like you said, like the bar is low. Because so, yeah. everybody's like, oh, Baker Mayfield going to Tampa Bay. Oh, okay, well, it's just another filler. They'll probably tank. They'll probably get a. They'll probably get a top five pick, bro. The way it's rolling, and I get it. We'll probably come back maybe like week seven, eight, nine. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, uh, Bay, hopefully, Tampa Bay would be like. I'm I'm hoping by week nine, if they're like seven and two or six and three, I'm looking at them like. Hold up, they might—they might, they might uh, spoil somebody's party. Mm-hmm. Here's in, the in thing: the, the NFC South is wide open. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it, it really could go any way. Because again, I think of it as you got Baker balling, like d- playing a lot better football. Like you said, I think with the coaching scheme, like something is absolutely like when I saw it, I was like, something's working in in Tampa, like. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Like something's working, <laughs> yes. right? Um, and 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 also, yes. like you said, the Bears clearly, I mean, not the Bears, uh, the Browns aren't the best run organization. So you're right. Like Panthers. Baker could literally just also be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Like it, it and and again, that NFC South, like anything can happen. But why are we not hearing a lot about first off, Miami? That I I I feel like because of Tua's injury, we were just so like bubble wrapping Miami. Like, well, Miami could be good. I don't know. I mean, Tua, oh no, no, no. But I'm like, believer. bro, Miami, those dudes are fast. I'm a believer in Miami, right? I was a believer in Miami when Brian Flores was there, was still coaching, right? Because uh, you know, like you know, speaking of tanking, right? Like they were, they were definitely obviously tanking, right, for a little bit. Um, but like last year, it's weird because like with Tua. I remember before he got hurt, he was doing an interview when it was like pregame interviews or whatnot. And it reminded me a lot of Super Bowl Russell Wilson, right? Like mm. that interview of like him being focused. And he's like, yo, this is finally my time. And you can even see like after he got hurt, because him wanting to jump back out there was because of like, yo, yeah. this is my time. This is the time to do it. And I'm ready now, right? So I think uh, with the injuries and him coming mm-hmm. back and really just recovering and trying to get it together, I think he's coming back with renewed focus and an extra chip on his shoulder. And I think also with Tua, on top of that competitiveness, I think it's also the division. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not in the conversations when they talk about the AFC. It's always the Mahomes, the Burrow, um, and 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 Josh Allen. And, you know, like, no one's really talking about Tua. We're just, you know, it, it, any conversation they're surrounding Tua is generally about yeah. his health and how, you know, how long he can stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Even Lamar, right? Like, I feel like, of the two undefeated teams, mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot to talk about about uh, the Ravens and folks are just not like we put like the Giants play Miami soon, and all I keep thinking is like, how are our corners going to get cooked <laughs> by one side by either side? And, and medium, again, medium rare, like with rare. all the look, medium rare. Look, look Dallas's <laughs> defense is good, right? But Y'all got to worry about those are some. I mean, look, we Otto like, and Hill are freaks. Like, that's they right. are yes. freaks. That's, that's definitely one, now, one team on the schedule that I'm looking at. Like, 
how can we beat them, right? Like, how it would have to be we have to contain the offense as best possible. I feel like that's what we could do. On the, uh, you know, I haven't watched too many of their games, right? But I just know the offensive weapons that they have on the defensive side. I'm not even sure how they really, how they rank, to be honest with you. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know defense, but I, I think any, e- even with the top defenses that, you know, we've talked about, um, you know, Dallas and, and Philly, I, I don't care what anybody says. Are we, are we, are we... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brian. No, we, we're not, 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 not saying we play, we play Miami in December and we played them in Miami. It's, it was, it was still going to be warm. Oh, yeah. You I know, um, yeah, it's because it's Miami. I think for I think the thing for us, and I trust Dan Quinn. Um, because what he did in Seattle with the Legion of Boom. I think our front seven is so strong that our secondary can just can just play zone like a cover two shell zone and not let Tyree Owato go up go off the top. I think once we do that, I think if we can do that. And put Tua on his ass every maybe every other series, just hit him. Not sack, even if it's a sack, but just, <laughs> just hit him. Just push him. <laughs> just, push just hit him. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I think I think we have a I think we have a punch. I think we have a punch of sense. And same thing for Washington. Yeah, I mean that's 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 I how I feel. You still have the at- Alabama. <laughs> you got the, you got you got the Alabama front seven <laughs> for Washington. You know, and then you got the Philadelphia Bulldogs. So it's like if that you play point. Miami, I think our defenses would be fine if they were to play Miami. Um, going back to, uh, I think the reason why they're not talking about the, we're not talking about the Ravens just yet is because we're waiting on November, December, and January. We know what yeah. the Ravens is going to do. Like yeah, we, we just right. and mm-hmm. it, and it's no it's no knock on Lamar, Lamar and the boys. It's just we know you're going to the playoffs. We know you going to the playoffs. We know we know Pat and them going to the playoffs. We know Josh Allen going to. We know those three teams yeah. are. Le- and I mean, are let's legit just also be real. Look at the AFC North Miami right Miami. now. Well, let's call so this baby. Really not gonna, now I would say I would say this. Oh, I was going to say let's call. I was going to say let's call the spade here, right? We already know what the deal is, right? They're already two and zero in the division so far, which is probably be- I think it might be better than what they were last year. The Bengals are starting zero two, where they they have started for the past couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be them, it's going to be them two, and then the Pittsburgh might play might be playing spoiler. The Browns can possibly play spoiler if they get their act together, right? But like it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's either going to be the Ravens or the Bengals, really, right? Yeah, you know but the, the Ravens are looking a heck of a lot stronger. Ooh. They're uh, definitely looking a hell, hell of a lot stronger. I mean, that that's a game I definitely got to catch, right? I, yeah. was, I was excited for them. I was like, man, finally they got some receivers. I could play with them on Madden again, right? That's kind of what I was thinking. But I was like, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I saw Adele, Adele, like, catch a couple passes. I was like, oh, man, he looking good. And then he got hurt. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, you um, know, we got we to gotta at, at least make it to game five, man. Come on, man. You yeah, know, he, I yeah. think I think if Odell can't stay can't stay healthy by the end of the season, I, I think that really might be kind of. I think that's going to be most. I think the flash that we saw um, might pretty much be it. But look, the funny thing is the the second part of this actually goes into the next topic, which is the win list teams who should start hitting the panic button. So when we talk about those who are zero and two. We got on the AFC side. We got New England Patriots are zero and two. 
the Cincinnati Bengals, you talk about the the Texans, the Denver Broncos, and the LA Chargers, who have your old OC, Kellen Moore, you got, and on the NFC side, the Vikings are 0-2, the Chicago Bears are 0-2, the Carolina Panthers are 0-2, and Arizona. So, we forgot something. I'm not going to hold you. We forgot something. What did we forget? We forgot to mention the commanders as like flying under the radar, 2-0, and worry about us, right? Worry about us. If you're in the NFC East, worry about us. I'm going to say that. We can move on to the next one, but that's that's. I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. Wait, that's- I didn't say I, when I did the list, I said, I didn't nah, say that? We didn't, we didn't say that. Nah, okay, didn't. I did not do that as shit. I wasn't being shit. I wanted, I, want, I wanted to catch it before we got to the NFC, but I let you run with it. But I can't let it slide. But we can move on to the winless team. I did not do that on purpose. I promise you, I did not do that on purpose. I had, I had to make sure I, sl- I, I put that in there. because yes. the Commanders are 2-0. and oh. They are undefeated thus far. We good. Next week is going to be our test. Even Miami, they're going to be tested. They're going to be tested. I think. I, I want to see them. But anyway, sorry. Bengals? Correct. Bengals, yes. Yeah, who, who, who would think got to hit that panic button? Who? Which team should be worried out of these winless Patriots. I, I think um, Bengals. I would say I would say Bengals. I, w- I would say Bengals. Patriots on the AFC side and Panthers on the NFC side. Well, mm. okay. Before why Panthers? I mean, they have a rookie QB, and and we know the expert. <laughs> you, you understand? You got an Alabama Alabama quarterback. We lost your audio. Oh, okay, I think we lost Brian's audio real quick. But go you ahead. You have an um, Alabama court. You oh. sorry. You have a you have an Alabama. Enough. You have an Alabama quarterback who who won the Heisman. You got pieces. You got you got Hayden Hurst. You have Terrence Marshall Jr. You have uh, Chuba Herb. You got uh, you traded you traded DJ Moore to get him, and you still have a a solid defense. It's. Yeah. I think I read the. Um, I saw the when I saw the post game. I was like, that's his name. He then someone mentioned to him like, "Hey, like you have a outstanding offensive coordinator. Why can't you just let him, you know, you know, do the play calling?" He was like, "Nah, no, nah, I got it." Like, but do you? But <laughs> he's like his OC is up there with, with you know, um, buying. Um, uh, Byron, uh, Byron, Byron um, Leftwich and uh, uh, Eric Bieniemy, and he's up there like up and coming OCs that that can really call a great game. And you know, I, you know, I think for for Panthers, yeah, is it a oh, it's the Panthers? They got a rookie quarterback, but Bryce Young is actually good. You just gotta you just gotta put him in, in some good situations. Situations. Yeah, I mean, okay. from what I, you, who you guys said, I, was, I mean, from what I, I saw, I think Chicago I, I, I like, man. I like what I, I like saw. Watching a rookie quarterback, watching a rookie quarterback go to work in that you know against a division rival, right? I think like watching that, I was like, all right, cool. You know, it's the Panthers, so I get it, right? But from what I what I can see and the, the stuff he's trying to make this unscripted um, and getting that stuff done, I was like, okay, cool. This is something that you can build on. I don't think it's going to be this year, right? Mm. Um, 
But actually, I was looking at something. I was looking at something as far as other teams are concerned. Circling back, right? Both the the Patriots and the Bengals both have. Actually, no. The, it was the Bengals in the uh, the Bengals. Yeah. Both of their losses are divisional losses, right? Yeah. So, so bang, yeah, bang on on the yeah. AFC side, you got the Bengals, the Patriots, yeah. the Texans, the Chargers, and the Broncos, who are winless. Yeah. So, like, so, but the Bengals, though, the reason why I say the Bengals is because both of their wins were in their division. I mean, both of their losses were in their division, right? Yeah. So that just makes it harder for them moving forward. And then also, like the. Uh, I was I'll put the Bears on the list, not as, as bad as the um as the Patriots, but so they're hitting the pan- you said the Bears hitting the panic button? Yeah, like wouldn't you? Would That's you? not the team I have hitting the panic button, but go ahead. I don't know, right? Because like it's it's like, are they really tanking? Like, is Justin Fields that bad or are they tanking? And that's kind of the thing, like, you know, when you think about these teams and what they do, right, at the level of how they do it, because like even with my team, using using Washington as an example. So, like, last year, the beginning of the season, we had Carson Wentz that went lights out on the Jags, right? And the rest of the season did a terrible job, right? Was it him or was it the scheme or was it the coaching or what was it, right? Because yeah. as soon as Taylor Heineke got, gets in, it's the they, they play totally different. Everyone's playing harder, so on and so forth, right? So you have to keep that in mind also. Sometimes, you know, if we're, you know, we're talking about teams that are tanking to get Caleb Williams, right? Um, that may not be the case for, for Chicago, but maybe it's a thought. Maybe they, you know, they get the pick, they can trade and get more draft capital or get free agency, or, you know, whatever, whatever, based off of what they can get in the draft, right? So we have to keep those things in mind. But I would say if I'm looking at 0-2 teams that need to put uh, hit the hit the panic button, I would say uh, definitely, uh, definitely the Patriots, definitely the Bengals, the Chargers, the Chargers, yes. And <laughs> then uh, who else? The Bears, yeah, but like, yeah, Minnesota, they're definitely tanking. Did you say year. a light, yeah, like a a soft, yeah, 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 right? So, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I think, I think. <laughs> Right, like, I think I think with the, I think with the Chargers, man. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, and then I was gonna say the Vikings, right? Like the Vikings, I don't think theirs is like a panic button. I think they're just. I really think they're just tanking, right? Because you gotta think about it. From like 2015, they've had like they've had a Super Bowl team where they were only a quarterback away. They bring in they bring in um, Kirk Cousins, right? They bring in Kirk Cousins to help that. They, they've they made some runs, but it hasn't been what they thought it was since the last year Kirk Cousins is a contract. Of course they're taking I You know, and it's funny, because you took one of mine. I think out of the 0-2 teams that should be hitting the panic button, I – I know Arizona, they're in a, they're between a rock and a hard place. We know they're not going to be good. They don't have Kyler, and it doesn't even seem like their new ownership and coach even believe in Kyler, but they're kind of in bed with him anyways because, again, he got that contract at the beginning of last season. I had Minnesota. I was like, I think Minnesota is hitting the panic button, and I, I would not be surprised if Minnesota ends up being a team that we aren't talking about. I had Detroit winning the division anyways. I think Minnesota will get some wins, but I also think that they are absolutely ready to move off of Kirk Cousins. And I think they're willing to chance it on getting um, a a really good quarterback in the draft. I don't think they're going to get the number one pick, but I definitely think 
Minnesota's hitting the panic button with this start. They know they have a lot of great offensive weapons. And I think I think they are ready, like you said, to move off of Kirk Cousins. I think they're like, this was nice. Um, it was a good time. That chain thing was nice that you it's, did. Right. The, cha- yeah, the yeah, chain yeah. with the, the belly chain, out, yeah, the that chain. was cool. It's not you, it's us. Like, I I really think they're moving on. And I think with New England, they got to hit the panic button. And I think New England needs to hit the panic button for a few reasons. Number one, again, look at the division they're in. I think that Bill Belichick, his coaching has come into question as far as his greatness because of how bad the Patriots have been since Tom Brady has left. And you know, it was kind of like the conversation we had last week about Josh Allen, right? Like for so long, he's kind of been doing the same thing. We just don't talk about it. I think Bill Belichick and the Patriots have just been a very mediocre team since the, you know, the dynasty that really seems to have been just Tom Brady, right? Like Tom Brady and coaching, sure. But it seems like that dynasty was Tom Brady and Gronk and, you know, all his receivers and stuff like I think I think the Patriots, to be honest, out of all of these 0-2 teams, I can see the Patriots really cleaning house next year if they end up tanking. So there's one thing. I think I'm going to circle us back to our previous discussion briefly, right? So I think what Bill Belichick is going through, he's basically on the other end of what he's benefited from uh, since uh, since Tom Tom Brady's tenure in the league, right, of being in a very weak division with only yep. like one other team to really go against, right, uh, with the Jets for the most part, and that's it, and just basically sliding into the playoffs and then, and basically sandbagging and just going through and then being good, right? I was gonna say before you even say division, let's talk about conference. Think about it for what Correct. 15, 16 years. It was only three quarterbacks out of the AFC that were going to the Super Bowl, except Joe Flacco that one year. (laughs) But it was only three. It was only three that were dominating the conference, not even the division. I don't know. This is a a subject because everybody talks about Joe Flacco. Regular season Joe Flacco was terrible. But playoff Joe Flacco was like, was like, uh, was it October Romo? Look, that was a Raven. listen. Yeah. Their run, that Ravens yeah. run was a amazing that division. Yeah, but that division in total. Let's keep it a buck. We, mm-hmm. if we were doing this this same podcast ten years ago, it would have been what well, AFC. Well, I mean, it's either going to be Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, or or Peyton. I'm trying okay, to now the I'm NFC. Gonna, I'm like rewind in my mind really quick. I'm like, all right, let's see who was around again. Right, we got Philip Rivers. No, like he doesn't count. And then right. <laughs> uh was it Mark Sanchez with the Jets? Correct. He doesn't he doesn't yeah, he doesn't count. Mark Sanchez yeah. was there for what? Like but fumble doesn't count, but fumble doesn't count. He was he was out of there. But fumble. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I Ben Roethlisberger. Come on, man. We have Ben Roethlisberger in there, right? But those were the only Big three. Ben. It was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Ben those Roethlisberger. Were the only... That was the AFC. Those... Yeah. Correct. Yeah, those are the I mean, only three. That, that those the only three game. in rotation that was going to the bowl every every year. Every, yeah. and that was for like year. over one, a decade. One of those represented. And they, and they were Correct. so like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. But I think like the circling back to this season, right? When we talk about the conference being weaker, obviously the um, the quarterback play in this division is a whole lot stronger. What in the AFC East? What's going to help the Dolphins is the fact that their division is as weak 
as it's and, always been, yeah. but they just happen to be the better team in the division. And that's really what's going to set them apart. Cause like, I'm looking at their schedule. I'm like, their schedule is like, they got, they got some, they about to do some crazy work this season, this season based off their schedule. Right. So I, I you know, yeah. where did I pull it up? Like, I think the, yeah, probably no, I'm, no, they're, they're, they could have a very easy road to the playoffs. Yeah. Like their biggest test is what the, Coming up is the Buffalo, Bills. right? The Bills, and then who else they got to play? And then the Chiefs. Buffalo, Bills, Philly. Chiefs. I mean, they're right. Like that can be a toss up, but like their receivers can match up with with, with Philly's DBs, and I think that's going to be a good game, right? But like, you know, I and then they have and then they have the Ravens, right? So like that's, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they can in I, in their division they can they can easily be in, um, staying in number one and slide in there if they need to. If they, as long as they, as long as the 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 win column is is as it is. And I think You're they. Right. Can, I think I, I think with the Patriots, kind of, kind of like Shanice was saying, like listen, like you had twelve to fifteen years of pure dominance, man. Like you you yeah. you, you like it and it, you. If he, if Bill Belichick were to hang it up next year, I don't think no one would bat an eye. I think yeah. everybody will applaud him. He's the greatest coach in NFL history, in my humble opinion. Six Super Bowls, um, like it. You you had you had the best quarterback ever for 18, 19 years, and you won six. Out of the nineteen that he was there, like, like I, I think that's a job well done. I, I think I, I think with, but I think the thing with Bill is he is so stubborn. Like he is yeah. so stubborn when it comes to running this tight ship. He does not. He doesn't like change, and he knows that the writing is on the wall that he has to change. He has to. No, he's it's a different league. It's, it's a different league. Fairly, right? I mean, like you could, but using well, when I say change, meaning like, hey, let me get another defensive mastermind in here that can I can pick, I can pick their brain, they can pick mine. Kind maybe, of thing. maybe, maybe that's right. I I can agree with that because like I think that's what helps us out, right? Just speaking for my team, I think that's what helps us out is the fact that we got um, uh, Ron Rivera and we got Jack Del Rio, and they're picking picking each other's brains. And then you know, Eric Enemy has that old school style. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I was listening. What uh, Lashawn McCoy was talking about how he cusses out the players. Like I was at practice, he cusses out the players, legit. But flags are down, right? <laughs> penalties are down. Right? Yeah, you can't knock it. Um, so I mean, I think. There, I think there's room for to be a more progressive coach and say, hey, we have to do these other things and figure out how to be forward thinking. But on the flip side of that is like you can't get rid of that old school as well because that's the part of football where you have to really say, all right, we have to really stick to our guns. We got to really grind out a win sometimes, and that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. I Absolutely. feel you. Look, we're gonna hit. We're gonna hit this last one. We're gonna talk week three, which is two days away. Look, I started off since my Giants are playing Thursday night. We play San Francisco. Have a very short week. Great win, but we're going up against a very solid defense and Brock Purdy, who was playing like he is Mister Very Relevant. Um, Christian McCaffrey's playing out of his mind. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. Um, I, it, it's hard even after this kind of win to say, hey, we can go in here and get this W. It's, it's just not because we can't act like week one didn't happen. 
and we're going up against a very equal competitor in what Dallas is and what San Francisco equal. are right Give me now. a better competitor. Um, <laughs> I, listen, I... Huh. So, you know, I, I need Daniel Jones. Again, you know, he he stepped up when he needed to this past week. I think Daniel Jones is going to have to play lights out. He's going to have to continue to play, you know, really air-free. And he's, to be honest, like you said, Simon, earlier, like he's got to play like the pair who got, you know, got this ridiculously large contract. Like it, it really is just that simple because – I think our schedule. I think our schedule is pretty evenly killed. It's it's definitely not just a, a walk, you know, walk in the park schedule. It's not an easy schedule. Um, but we're also in a division like we're not in, like you said, the the AFC East, where it's like, oh well, about two of them are pretty bad, you know. So we can kind of hang in there. Like we're in a tough division. Like period. The end of in in. And I'll I'll say it right here on the record: the NFC East is the toughest division in the NFL right now. I most I'm looking at every single one of these divisions, and each division has a, a bottom dog or two that are zero and two. They have got you know teams that, like we said, probably are hitting the panic button, probably are tanking. The NFC East doesn't, and it's going to be a dog fight, I think, till the end. Um, whether, you know, no matter how things start to change, because again, we know injuries are starting to come into play. And again, us not having Saquon is not a good look going up against San Francisco. Um, so I think it's going to be tough. I, I, it's going to be a tough win if we can even eke out a win. Um, but I'm going to say optimistic watching Amazon. Um, I'll let you go, Savvy, you since I have you next. Washington and the, the, in Buffalo. So, Josh Allen throwing it everywhere, Buffalo. <laughs> I, you know, I actually. <laughs> you know, Josh Allen throws like he is literally playing in Magruder Park in Maryland. Like, what? bro, he is closing his eyes and saying, you know what? <laughs> F it. Digs down there somewhere. Just go get it. Chuck it. <laughs> My dad fell back and was like, be like, hey, did you get it? Yeah, first down. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go. Let's keep pushing. My bad throwing it anywhere. But, yeah, what, what you guys having? Washington so, and Buffalo. So next week, right? Um, when I first saw the Bills on the schedule, I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, after, after you know, seeing what's going on in the offseason, um, you know, seeing seeing how they've been playing and seeing how we've been playing, I really like our chances, right? I mean, like I said, we've been playing very smart football. Um you know, I think as long as we can, you know, and we've shown that we've been able to be resilient and come back from from deficits, right? Uh, we've done it for the past two games. It's just harder competition. From you know, I think the the, the big key for us is really, um, you know, keeping keeping uh, keeping handle on that score, making sure it doesn't get too far away from us. I think that's the that's the big thing, and being able to keep up with them and convert those. Uh, convert those yards into first downs and touchdowns. We do that. I think we're good. Um, I really like our chances. People are already texting me, talking, talking bull junk in the words of prime. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or what's it, what Uncle Shay say? Uh, bull jive. Yeah, bull jive. Yeah, bull jive. Like I said, you know, the it's, it's going to be cool. And if we're playing them at home, right? And, you know, the home home games, I, I was at the Cardinals game, and the home experience is a totally different experience now. Now that Dan Snyder's gone, everybody's yeah. like, we in the building. I think I, I, the Cardinals I just game, saw I just saw Instagram sold out. Yeah, it sold out. Second sold home. Out. And honestly, Brian, again, as someone who – I'm a native Washingtonian. I'm not a Washington fan. It is – I can't tell you the last time I've known Washington games – 
Honestly, I haven't seen Washington games this full and this ecstatic since FedEx was Robert filled. Griffin the third. Like <laughs> FedEx was filled. Yeah, you know what I'm like yeah. seriously, like this is I, I, this is big for the fact that FedEx is actually two games in a row. Like I'm not gonna lie, I'm impressed. No, nah, I mean, I can't I, I, hold I've, been, you. I've been. I was at the. I was at the. You like that game, right? And yeah. like you, if you remember that one, I was at. I was at that game. And I remember the first half, how dead it was. It was dead. It was dead, right? And, I mean, dead to the point where I fell asleep. And when you wake up, it's like, all yours, whoa! And it was like, oh, we're coming back. Kirk Cousins is doing it, right? So, like, to, to feel that energy in, in the in the stadium, to feel that, like, hey, like, people in there doing a the wave. Wow. I can't, I can't even remember the last time I seen anyone do the wave in FedEx Field. So There people, weren't enough people. Weren't up, there weren't enough people. Not, it was enough people. It was just the other team i think like yeah. last, like last week what was it a lot or the, the 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 home opener like i can count on two hands how many how many cardinals jerseys i saw mm. and that's all awesome. like normally because normally it's the other team that fills that packs out that stadium yeah. right rashad so, said that rashad was on here uh representing for washington he said that because he was at the game too yeah man so i, I mean yeah. I, I like i said we're at home i like our chances if we can maximize on mistakes, because that's that's basically what happened with uh with, with with your boy right here, you know, can you see him with this guy, right? You know, maximizing on those mistakes, <laughs> taking, you know, taking advantage of those, uh, and playing smart football and minimizing our mistakes and just being able to stay in the game. And I think we definitely, um, you know, we definitely can do that. Um, I think y'all just gotta get Josh Allen uncomfortable because once he gets uncomfortable, he starts doing stupid stuff. I mean, and, that, and that's, that's and that's and that's, and that's easy, right? Yeah, that's that's uh, that's literally that should be in as far as in the defensive room, like the get the the game plan should be we have to get Josh mm. Allen uncomfortable because once he he's one of those quarterbacks, once he's off, he can't get it back, he cannot get it back on the rails. He can't, I'm, he, he, I'm he can't yeah, he cannot get he can't get it back on the rails at all. Even if you have even when you have a top 10 wide receiver getting open, you, he can't get it back. He can't get back on. He can't, he can't, he can't get it back. At all. We got we got yeah. nine we got nine defensive linemen who are going to be coming at him. Yeah. The whole game. And you know, so I'm like I said I'm I'm not too worried. I think it's, I think it's going to I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a good game, right? Um but like you said, it's all about making Josh Allen um, uncomfortable um, and getting flustered, right? I, I think uh, I think Stephon Diggs might have a good game, though, honestly, because he's coming home, right? So he's going. He's probably going to be showing out for family. So that's probably that. Wait, probably... he's he's from here. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, you couldn't huh? tell. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm thinking. You didn't. You didn't. hear it in uh, Trayvon Diggs' voice when he was cussing out Dak in uh, in training camp. Oh my god! I know you that, heard it. That is, that is <laughs> that, that is some Merlin type of uh, cussing out. I, I must now say. Now that I, I think about it, I'm like, that's why when he said, I was like, "Ooh, that's crazy!" But it's because I'm like, I used to cheer, and that's that's how that's how folks talk here. So yes, mm-hmm. you're right. <laughs> well, look, yeah. go ahead, Brian. We're gonna let you go because again, this should be short. It's Arizona. They don't have already. Don't let Josh Dawson over y'all. Don't let Josh Dawson run over y'all like he did. Oh no, absolutely not. (laughs) Listen, Arizona's (laughs) tanking. Arizona's (laughs) tanking. Another five, six sacks for Miami's defense. I mean, for Dallas defense. 
I won't be shocked if we run 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 one back to the crib a pick six. That gonna keep the ball, you know, once again, peanut butter and jelly. Keep it simple. Keep it, you know da- what? Yeah, that, Dallas, that's cool. Dallas, you know Dallas by 20. Okay. Ooh. You know, look, I'm not gonna lie, these this this is the time for for Mike and the defense to pad them stats. Like it's y'all schedule doesn't get easier, you know what I'm saying? But no, I mean it's like you said, Arizona is Arizona. Like we know what they are. I, I I'm I don't know if they are tanking and what that's going to help them do. Um, because again, right. like y'all are kind y'all are in bed with Kyler Murray. Like he just really is what it is. But um, yeah, I'm looking at y'all y'all schedule. You got New England, you got San Francisco. I, I think that week five, like you said, that week five matchup is going to be very interesting. But, yeah, I mean, it's Arizona. That's why I wasn't going to give you a whole lot of time on this. Like, I'm it's Arizona. not really right. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm trying, to figure, I'm trying to figure out why y'all schedule so easy. I'm looking at this thing. Like, hold up. I'm looking at Dallas, it, too. I don't Dallas, – Dallas' schedule has always that been week, easy. I don't think so. Yeah, it's always been easy week one through five. We always get a test. Before we go into the uh, bye week, but after the bye week, it, it's a it's a up and down uh, uh, schedule. It's always been like that since honestly since Dak been in the league. It's always yeah, been that, like that. After that, because y'all also have a pretty early bye week. Y'all got a week seven bye, and yeah. yeah, I mean it. It after that, it doesn't get super easy. I think. Yeah, it, it, yeah we go through the, yeah, the, the grind. Supposed to be easy. Y'all supposed to be going up against Aaron Rodgers, who has never lost to Dallas. Quietest, like that was the matchup we wanted. Quietest kept. Quietest kept. That according to the media, Dallas supposed to be one and one. If 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 the media had a day on way, supposed to be one and one, but obviously we two and two, but it's neither here or there. Yes, our true test is going to come week five against um, the 49ers, and then go to the bye week, and then in November, November fifth, we go to we go to Philly. Yeah. And again, I wouldn't sleep on LA. Uh, we don't know what the Rams might be by. I'm not going to sleep on the Rams, but I mean. We don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't sleep on the commanders. You don't have no, no. After that bias, it's not easy. No, no, no. You I'm not sleeping on. I'm, I'm not sleeping on the commanders now. I, what I'm looking to, what I'm looking forward to see is when we go to Washington and to see because that's going to be a you know this, different atmosphere. It's going to be cold. Correct. You know this. The past, the, the past several years, yeah, it, is. it has been more Dallas fans than Washington fans. That, oh, that those days are. I will say. They, I think those days are over, I will say. And now I think, are we still going to flood a little bit in, in FedEx or whatever you call it now? Yes. But I think it's going to be, you're going to see more. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see more of uh, us. Yeah, you're going to see us tailgating versus in the game. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's, de- it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, I'll tell you that much. It's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, that game, I was looking at the counter. That game is still TBD, so we don't even know. Oh yeah, they're gonna flex that up though. Mm-hmm. They're gonna flex that up. Yeah, I'm surprised if it's a. We play on Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, yes. y'all come. Yeah, y'all come. Yeah, y'all come to Dallas. Yeah, Thursday. Thanksgiving. That's the other part too. We so we so we're so used to having our home field being away field that when we play on the road, we play better. And I, I mean, that's a some... rivalry game. Like you know that Correct. that's the NFC East game. That's toward you know we're getting 
over that hump, that's when we're going to be starting to talk about playoffs and everything. So mm-hmm. I think that game and this Thanksgiving, the stakes are going to be so much higher because, again, we're we're getting into that half of 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 the season. I mean, shoot, by week twelve, we're talking playoffs. We're talking about playoff projections, oh, who's in the hunt, oh, all that stuff. Oh. So, like I said, Dallas, yeah, right now is cushy. It wasn't supposed to be, but that's that's NFL, right? Like the hot teams don't come out hot sometimes, right? Like it, it literally is like that. So, I mean, yeah, and 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 just more quick for the Philly folks, Philly's playing Tampa Bay. Um, I think it'll be a good game. Like I said, I haven't seen Philly really break out and do anything super spectacular yet. Um, and Tampa Bay is, you know, Baker's feeling himself. So I think it'll be a good game. I still think Philly's going to win it, but I think it'll be a good game to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, so, I'm saying, look, you, you got me looking at, looking after looking at the Dallas schedule. I was like, y'all schedule easy. Let me look at my schedule. I'm like, hold up. What we got? We got some. And we got the, because we got the Falcons on ours. That's the only NFC South team we got on our schedule this year. So I want to see how yeah. that. But see, y'all aren't. I mean, y'all, you in the same boat. I mean, y'all play Chicago, Atlanta, <laughs> like. I mean, Chicago's yeah. a Thursday night game. Like all Thursday night games, the home team always wins because it's a short week. So that's like that's. I game. won't. But it's I also if, if, Chicago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so yeah, it's I mean, extra. I don't. I don't want to count them out because any given any given night, you know, another team right. can win all that. But like. Yeah, I mean that's I I look at that as a gimme game. I, I would say mm-hmm. Bill the Bills is gonna be tough, the Eagles are gonna be tough, the Bears no, the Falcons, that okay, that based off how they're playing, if it continue that way, it would be tough. The Giants would be a good matchup because you know, we technically um y'all beat us and then we, we y'all didn't we beat us last year. Yeah, right. So then you got that, and then we got you know, and then the Patriots, hopefully that I'll look. I want some patriots, patriots revenge. I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, I, I want to beat them by like 52. Jesus. Oh, jeez. I need like I need, <laughs> oh, James Brown. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I need the payback. I think it's also like I think when it comes to I, I think also in this game, you know, we talk about that win-loss and where you I also think bye weeks play a huge role. You know, having that early bye week for Dallas, you know, that could come back and hit you where it's like, dang, you know, having a bye week, maybe by week 12 or something may have been better, right? We, uh, Washington and so is Giants, we have, our, our buys don't come until 13th, where a lot of times that's when folks need that rest, like having that long stretch. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be, it'll be very, very interesting down the stretch. And, and honestly, I love the fact that we do have more of our conference games in those last like three weeks, I think it makes it so much more interesting for the conversation right. of football. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, it looks like look, we could pull a, another full NFC East win. Everybody, I mean, look, wins, it's, only, it's only really <laughs> the only was it the only only division that's like barely worse than us is the NFC South. Like all their most of their teams are two and zero except for the Panthers, right? So yeah, the yeah, yeah. So it's, def- it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely gonna be a fun year. I, I was that's why I was looking looking for the Falcons. I was like, I was like, who we play for NFC South? That's all we play. That might be that's that's who, that's who's gonna upset our uh our playoff. You know, just for our, our division overall, just that's who's gonna mess up our playoff uh, run. Yeah. If it comes down to the numbers. Yeah. Well, look, guys, this was fun. We still went over, but it was a great conversation. I'm like, shoot, we might need to just do three. Because <laughs> so like, if we had Smite from Philly, who knows if we would have got through it. 
even in the time that we did. But listen, guys, I appreciate you guys so much for talking football with us. This was absolutely fun. If you want to share your, your social media and all that jazz, go ahead. Now's the time. Oh, cool. Well, if you want to follow me, I am Sav Joe on all the socials. Uh, I am S-A-V-J-O. Um, appreciate you. Fine. I'm uh, King Henry 84 on all socials. So never find, find me. And look, we get we get really fun and spicy on Twitter on on a good Sunday too. <laughs> Love talking yeah. to trash on a, on a, on the Twitter who we respect a lot on this channel. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the X. Gotta spend the X. <laughs> Look, y'all, this, I'm Shawnees. These are my friends. This is Let's Talk Football with Shawnees and Friends. Thanks for hanging out with me, y'all. We will see you next week. We'll be talking week three and then outlook for week four. May the odds be in our favor. That's not going to be my, that's not going to be the end line. I got to figure out a better one. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Everybody get this W. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Y'all have a good one. Peace. <laughs> All right. All right, peace. Thank you.